This program is brought to you by Bibleway Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. It always seems to work out, doesn't it? I mean, you know, in the movies, of course. The hero gets to the helicopter just in time before the building blows up, or the helicopter raises up just in time to avoid the jaws of a T-Rex, or it's a plane, or it's a boat, or a horse if you're not a fan of old westerns. The point is, after fighting and running and more fighting for his life, the hero escapes. Or most of the time. I mean, usually. Well, you get my meaning, right? The good guy escapes and the bad situation is over and the good guy rides off into the sunset to happiness and contentment. It sounds glorious. But in my time of need, I have never seen a helicopter or a plane or a boat rescue me from my battles. Now, to be fair, I, I've never run from a criminal or a dinosaur. But just to put it into perspective, I have felt like even though my battles haven't been that huge in size, they, they sure threaten my peace of mind and my heart and my soul just as much as my physical life. How about you? And so those situations, they have always brought me back to the statement that I've heard so often people have told me. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, and you could probably say it with me. There has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So, when someone quoted that scripture, First to me in response to me dealing with temptation and, and kind of asking for encouragement, the emphasis was on the escape hatch. If you will, the, the person said, God will just make it a way of escape. You just have to look for it and find it and you'll get out of it. And the picture of that hero running to the top of the building, waiting for the helicopter or standing on the pier, looking for the boat to come pick them up, that came to mind. And then I remembered even Jesus didn't escape. Even Jesus did not call down angels when he was tempted, right? So where's the escape? And what if there isn't one? I mean, like not a helicopter or a boat. What if there is not an escape hatch? Matthew chapter 4 gives the account of Jesus being tempted. And so I went back to that. Verses 1 and 2 give the, con the context. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and nights, he was afterward hungry. And that's when the temptation began. When he was weak. Remember? That makes sense. The temptation to make the hunger pains go away and turn stones to bread. Verse 3. And that physical weakness, it, it must have caused other weaknesses as well, because when Satan tempted Jesus, he tempted Jesus to show his, that Jesus would show his power, appealing to Jesus's human pride to call down angels, verse six. And finally, the temptation to just give up the plan. I mean, you know, just give in and relax, just give all of that up and just live on the earth ruling the kingdoms of men. Verse 9. And every time Jesus answered, as you remember with, it is written, 
He quoted from Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3, from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16, from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 13, and then it was over. Well, the angels came to serve him after Satan left. Not while Satan was there. They didn't show up until Jesus to run away or during his temptation. They didn't show up then either, showing him how to escape. There was no helicopter, no boat, no horse to carry him off into the sunset. And did you ever notice that these issues came up again in the life of Jesus while he lived here? Have you ever noticed that, that this was not the last time that he dealt with these kinds of questions, but they weren't temptations any longer, or they weren't categorized as temptations? So when Jesus spoke to the woman at the well in John chapter 4, he had missed dinner. Remember, he had sent his disciples off to town to get food because they were all hungry, and Jesus stayed at the well because he knew this woman was coming, and he taught her. And his response when they were, they came back, his disciples came back and they were worried about him not eating. What he said was, I have meat that is not of this world. My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Verses 32 through 34 of John chapter 4. And when Jesus was being interrogated after his arrest, And Pilate reminded Jesus, your own chief priest delivered you to me. Jesus responded, my kingdom is not of this world. John chapter 18, verse 35 and 36. When Jesus hung on the cross for us, those passing by tempted him. Just as Satan had, they yelled at him, if you're Jesus, come down from the cross. Remember? It's recorded in Matthew chapter 27, verse 40. But Jesus stayed there. He didn't give in to that temptation. But still, there were no helicopters, no boats or horses. None came to the rescue. So I wonder, I, I wonder if we stop reading 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, before we get to the point that Jesus kind of made with his life. You know, that example of dealing with temptation that he showed us with his experience in the wilderness, because we're looking at the escape clause. But if you keep reading, you will see that that verse continues after the word escape. It says that ye may be able to bear it or endure it. And bearing it and enduring it, that's no helicopter or boat. What that means is you're able to put it on your back, on your shoulders, and just carry it. It sounds kind of like maybe a cross or a sacrifice, like giving up sins that our bodies tempt us with or our pride. And those are tough. And I think sometimes that we think of temptations as like a one-time event, like we're tempted and we ask God to rescue us and escape and poof, we're out of there and we're good and we're rescued and that's it. And that's what puzzles me because when I was told, just look for the way to escape and we find ourselves drowning while we're waiting for that helicopter, maybe we miss the boat because 
What we learn in the scriptures is that God's people endure. James chapter 1. And that causes us to grow patience toward perfection. Verses 2 and 3. Because when we endure those temptations, we are blessed with a crown of life for that endurance. James chapter 1 verse 13. Nope. No helicopters or boats or horses. Those are only for the movies. For us, there's a sword. No escaping. And the battle that waits us, the battle that's always going on. And there is no escaping that. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Just enduring for that crown of life that we're promised if we do. And it is for this that we endure and we stop looking for a helicopter. And it's for this that I bow my knees today. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.